MSBC here, and thank you for tuning into our show. The last iteration of MSBC Replay took you back through all that MSBC 2020 had to offer, but for round two, we're going to go back just a little bit further. This upcoming conference is the 10th anniversary of our founding, and because of that, we want to recap and reminisce on some of the most amazing speakers from the past nine years. So, each week, we'll bring you an in-depth interview from a speaker at each conference, starting at MSBC1 and working all the way up to today, learning about how the industry has grown and how they have personally evolved since we last heard from them. With that, I'll kick it over to Aaron, and I hope that you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the MSBC podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Latham. And today I'm lucky enough to be joined by Julie Ehrman, founder and president of Angel City FC. Thank you so much for hopping on today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Of course. So you actually spoke at the conference last year. And as we both know, the world of sports changes every single day. So in what ways have you seen the industry change as a whole the most in the last year? I mean, I think the first thing is NIL. So new name, image, and likeness rights for collegiate athletes. It's incredible to see both men and women get sponsored by brands, not only to elevate their brand, but also to bring more attention to the sport and those athletes. I think that's been the biggest impact across the board. Um, as you look at individual sports, though, I mean, you're starting to see you know, more private equity investment in the NBA. You're seeing more ownership in more global football franchises. Um, you're, you're continuing to see the expansion in the league. So hockey, you know, brought in a Las Vegas team. The MLS is probably going to bring in another two clubs. The NWSL has two new expansion teams starting next year, including myself in San Diego. Um, and then I'd say the last thing, which has really been a trend over the last couple of years, is just athletes using their voice and their platform to talk about social issues um, and how powerful that is to bring together a community to not only gain awareness about something that's affecting all of us, but also providing us a path to take part and how to be part of the solution and how to affect change. So starting a new professional sports team takes years to happen. And Angel City FC had a really cool story in the fact that you guys kind of founded yourselves with the idea of impacting and giving back to the community. So what does that look like from your viewpoint? I mean, it started at the beginning. Angel City Football Club was founded by Natalie Portman, the actress and activist, Karen Nortman, who is a venture capitalist here in Los Angeles and myself. And it was on the heels of a lot of work that the two of them were doing with Time's Up and spending time with the U.S. Women's National Team as they started to embark on their pay equity fight. And, you know, as they were learning about the inequalities of women athletes, we all watched the U.S. Women's National Team win the 2019 World Cup. And we thought, you know, how, to, how can we have the biggest impact? And to have the biggest impact, we needed to have a seat at the table. And that meant owning a team and bringing a team here to Los Angeles. Um, and so doing that, we recognized that our goal was to have impact and it was to make a difference. And it was to elevate the sport and elevate these women and showcase this incredible ta talent and what we think is the best market in the world, which is Los Angeles. So we recognized from the beginning that we wanted to build something different and build an organization where we could bring together mission and capital. And to do that, we had to lead with purpose. And that is fundamentally what drives us. We say we lead with passion and purpose to drive to profitability. So that everything we do has intent and not only has a positive impact for our community, but also those who support us, whether it's our investors, our owners, our community, or our fans. Definitely, yeah. And something you mentioned early on was 
Uh, Natalie Portman, as a founding member, you really have such a diverse range of people who are founding investors of Angel City FC, from Mia Hamm, Natalie Portman, Abby Wabak, Casey Neistat. What's it like having such a diverse range of people backing the organization? And in what ways have you seen that kind of benefit the rollout? Yeah, I mean, we have over 60 investors that span celebrities, athletes, media and entertainment executives. We have 14 former U.S. women's national team players, including Abby and Mia and Julie Foudy, um, Amanda Cromwell, who is the UCLA head coach over the women's soccer club. Um, we have celebrities that you mentioned, you know, icons like, you know, Billie Jean King and Serena Williams. And when they chose to support Angel City, they too recognized that we would have this incredible platform to affect change, both on and off the pitch. And so they have leaned in to make a difference. From the beginning, it wasn't that I was seeking a check. I was seeking impact and participation. And I can tell you without hesitation that every single one of our 60 owners have done something to, to help Angel City progress, whether they've joined Zooms, whether they've jo joined sponsorship pitches, which Abby has done, um, whether it's participating in some of our community events that we've been holding for the last year, or even helping us interview staff or interview head coaches. You know, they really are leaning into their expertise or their platform and their audience to help us achieve our goals. Definitely. Yeah. And all of you over at Angel City FC really have lived up to what you've said about giving back to the community by doing things like, you know, promoting local flea markets, female led hiking groups, hosting soccer clinics for the local youth and many more other opportunities. In what ways do you plan to continue implementing these ways of giving back to the community? Yeah, I mean, it's what we think about every single day. When we say that we want to lead with passion and purpose, it means that Every single thing we do has to have an impact on our community. We created a social impact platform that has three pillars, equality, essentials, and education. And we feed that through a number of programs that we have launched. So when we started talking to partners, we launched the Angel City Sponsorship Model, where we give 10% of all of our sponsor dollars back to the community through assets, donation, or cash. Those are, and some of those programs you listed have been the beneficiaries of that. And when we partner with brands, we work with them to see what's important authentic to them that also fits one of our pillars. So with DoorDash, we're partnering on food insecurity. With Sprouts, we're building gardens in local schools because we're focused on wellness and nutrition. We partnered with Gatorade. We're creating pathways for female coaches and creating coaching programs with them. Uh, Birdies is a, our sleeve partner. They're a direct-to-consumer fashion company, footwear company, where we wanted to focus on um, female empowerment and mentorship. So we did a three-month summer internship with three incredible high school girls that got the opportunity to intern not only at Angel City, but also with Birdies. Um, and then with Therabody, we created an impact fund on Kiva.org, which provides microloans to those who have a hard time traditionally getting loans. But in addition to partnering with brands to service our community, again, there's nothing that we do that doesn't have an impact. So back in March, when we launched our seat deposit campaign. So you can go to angelcity.com right now and put in a deposit uh, to get a seat. And if you live in Michigan, you can donate those seats to young girls in need here. Um, but we did a partnership with Nike. Uh, we learned very early on that the number one reason young girls stop playing sports is because they can't afford a sports bra. So we partnered with Nike to donate a minimum of 22,000 bras to young girls in need in our community to eradicate that as a reason for them not to be able to play sports. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. You all do really fantastic work over at Angel City FC, but taking a quick step back and looking at the world of soccer as a whole for a minute, 
soccer in general has really been on the rise in the U.S. in terms of its popularity, specifically the women's league as well, given how successful the women's national team has been at both the Olympics and the World Cup. So how do you plan to capitalize on that buzz while launching Angel City FC and going into the 2022 season? I mean, we have to build a team um, and we have to be really thoughtful about you know, who's on that team. Um, Eni Aluko, our sporting director, has made it very clear that she wants to have a global and diverse team. Uh, that means exceptional athletes from outside the United States. But we also want um, players that are recognizable by U.S. Um, soccer fans and also uh, players that have some sort of connection here to Los Angeles, have some roots so we can get their family and friends at high school and college um, uh, members to come watch and play them. So we're being really thoughtful about how we build a team that also will achieve our on the field goals, um, which of course is winning. Uh, so that's one. But secondarily, you know, I think because we are not traditional sports executives and don't come from maybe 20 or 30 years of experience building sports teams, um, we, look at the, we look at the world of sports differently and we really focus on fan engagement and content storytelling. You know, I hate saying that our players are our asset, but they are. And what we want to do is we want to enable our players to develop their audience, to develop their fan base and inspire them to come and support them at Angel City Football Club. We recognize probably more than anyone that the concept of fandom has really changed really since social media. You used to you know, be a fan of a sport like I love baseball and I live in L.A., so I'm a Dodger fan. And, you know, you know, and, and Kershaw has just joined the Dodgers. So now I, I'm a fan of his. Right. And I think right. with the advent of social where you can follow your favorite player, no matter where in the world they are, it's the complete opposite. It's like I'm a fan of Kristen Press and Kristen Press plays on the U.S. Women's National Team. So now I'm a fan of the U.S. Women's National Team. And by default, I'm a fan of U.S. soccer. And so what we want to do is create multiple pathways for our community to engage with our players so our players can build that a connection with their fans that ultimately will drive them to want to buy seats for Angel City, buy merchandise, um, and support what it is we're doing in the community. Yeah, that's awesome. It's funny you say that because as someone who grew up in, you know, the social media generation, if you will, that's kind of how I grew up. Like you like players and if a player leaves a franchise, you kind of follow them. So that's definitely an interesting thing to mention because it's very apparent in modern sports. Yeah. I mean, it's just changing. It's, you know, and I think, you know, fantasy has played a role in that. Social has played a role in that. Madden and FIFA have played a role in that, right? You start to put together your perfect team. Um, and some people think that ruins the sport because I'm not following teams anymore. I'm following players. But we think it's the opposite because you want to then see that player. So instead of being just a fan of the Dodgers, I'm now like seven MLB clubs because my favorite, my, my favorite, you know, players are there. And our goal is to develop that type of engagement here in angel city where you know you, you don't just you're not just a fan of one or two players but you're a fan of 22 players our entire roster they all matter like what is the bad news bears story of our roster and why do you care about the 13th or 14th player right because there's going to be moments and times when our national team is out playing in the olympics or in the world club and we need to make sure that our fans are excited and engaged by those that are still on the pitch Definitely. Well, I'm super excited to see everything that Angel City does in 2022, both on the field, off the field. But before you go, uh, I did want to ask you one more question. We like to ask all of our guests. So a lot of the people who listen to this podcast are college age students. So 
Is there any piece of advice you can give that would maybe give them a leg up in the industry, whether it be, you know, something you did in college, something you wish you had done more of, or just anything that you really think would help people uh, get a jump start on their career? Honestly, when I was going to college, you know, I thought the only way to have an impact in sports was either to be an athlete or an agent. I didn't even understand the concept of a front office, nor did I understand how to get a job in one. Um, but I will say is that the sports industry is really growing, whether it's team-based or the products around the industry. There is so much investment currently happening in sports. And so if sports is a passion of yours, you just need to get your foot in the door in any, you know, in any type of way and then start growing from there and building connections from there. Angel City is a growing team. So if you have an interest in coming to Los Angeles, you should hit me up. Um, but it's really exciting. I mean, there's women's soccer, there's women's hockey, you've got Athletes United, uh, you have the big three, which is three on three basketball and, you know, esports, And then obviously you have the traditional leagues in the U.S. But you're starting to see a lot of growth in sports because it's an incredible way to create a sense of connection. And for companies like ours, we use that connection not only to have a positive impact on the pitch, but off. Um, and if you're passionate about it, I promise you can find a role. Awesome. Thank you. That's some fantastic advice. And on that note, we're going to wrap up today's episode. I want to thank you again so much for coming on. Um, everybody listening at home, thank you for listening. Remember, you can get your tickets to MSBC 10 now. Uh, they're on sale on our website. The official event is both in person and online on November 5th. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoyed. If you want to buy tickets or learn anything else about the conference, please visit www.umsbc.com. That is www.umsbc.com. Or you can follow at UMSBC on any social. We hope to see you there on November 5th. And as always, go blue.